Hi, and welcome to the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe. I'm Tracy. Yay. Hi. I have a question for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, you caught mm-hmm. me in a... No, as I rub my hands together. Oh, she's looking very devious. What is your dirtiest pantry secret? Oh, my like, do word. You, do you mean like you... what would scare you or what is like what? Well, I'll, you can give me three of your dirtiest pantry secrets. Like, do you are you stashing some kind of like jar of Tootsie Rolls or candy corn? <laughs> no candy corn. Okay. Um, or what, what's going on in your pantry? Okay. I'll tell you one of mine. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You want to know? Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a dirty. Now that I'm forced <laughs> to think about this, here's a dirty pantry secret. <laughs> now I'm grossed out. Now I can't go home. <gasps> but here's the here you can it still is. Tell us. So in the pantry, in the in the in the thing, the long cabinet thing you that, that you open. Out? No, no, no. I wish we oh. did. No, it's just a you know the tall mm-hmm. thing next to the fridge. Um, on the bottom shelf, on the bottom of that pantry, we have like potatoes and sweet potatoes and onions and stuff. And then on the next shelf, we have dog food. Oh, Ew. is that really bad? I don't know. Suddenly, I thought about it for some reason. When you said dirty pantry secrets, I was like, oh. my dog food is in the same cabinet as my other food. I don't no, know if that's so it's like dog food awful. and his little I mean, it's treat baggies and is stuff. it like clothes? Then, like, or oh, you yeah, just like roll clo- the bag? It's clothes. No, it's in or, a Tupperware. Thing it's in a Tupperware the, container. Yeah. So it's that's so your dirtiest secret. No, it's organized not, in a Tupperware well, that's container. The first one I thought of. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other one is, I guess, when you say dirty, do you mean literally dirty? Because yeah. that's gross. Mm-hmm. Well, there's I probably some that. crumbs under my Lazy oh. Susan in the corner uh-huh. um, cabinet. Probably some crumbs. And there's <laughs> there's probably some items on that Lazy Susan that we haven't used in mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So, Do you put your spices on there? Or? No, I have my spices in their own cabinet. Oh, good. With little risers. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of my Is pantry. It? Why? Yeah. Because I open it and you see row after row after row of spices. So it's organized. Do you like the organization? Kind of, yeah. That part is organized. Yeah. How often do you purge that? Um, not, not, I don't often have a need to purge it. Because you use all I of them? I pretty much use. Really? Kind, I am kind so of, proud yeah. of you. Why, thank you. I really am. Because that's like I should something... have you over to dinner sometime. I My would goodness. totally <laughs> dig through your pantry. I totally oh, yeah. would do that. No, but I'm really proud of you because a lot of people will spend a lot of money on expensive spices. And it takes up a lot of space in a pantry. Mm-hmm. It does take up a lot of space in a cabinet, a pantry, or a drawer. And they never use them. Yeah. And it goes to waste. And then they never get rid of them, and it just is. Bluff. And it makes it makes cooking complicated when you can't open up your cabinet and mm-hmm. see exactly what you know you like, or maybe one or two spices you want to experiment with. Mm-hmm. It just makes it harder. Yeah, just, you want it to be easy, right? I it's love that you easy. love your spice shelf. I do love my shelf. Yeah. The rest of them are a mess, but I like my spice. Okay. Cabinet. Well, that wasn't too bad. Like your dirty secrets weren't too bad. I don't think. Oh, I wasn't Indeed. done, but we can move on. <laughs> I mean, the crumbs underneath the lazy Susan. That's not so bad. I don't even know if if I'm making that up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just yeah, made that I up? Might, I might be. Oh, I don't okay. know. Hmm. But no. What about you, Miss Pantry? Well, I don't bring awful stuff into the house. Like, I try like not awful, to. Like awful, like... I don't bring potato chips. I don't oh, bring good. pretzels. Yeah. I don't bring, like, um, processed cookies, processed foods like that in the right. house. Yeah. Call me a liar, Dan. But I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking. I have a, a shelf for Dan. It's called the snack shelf. 
And it's usually empty. He's never happy about that. <laughs> Poor Dan. <laughs> Dan's not happy with this snack shelf because it's full of like nuts. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like an Indian little spice bag mix. You know, like the little <laughs> weird like Indian things, you buy, like snack mixes, mm-hmm, the Indian mm-hmm. store. That's about it. But I don't use, I buy like really fun um, condiments and I never use them. Because I'm so excited about the condiments oh, that I'm like, look at the pretty condiment. And then I never use That's it. That's a whole other thing. That's the refrigerator. <laughs> That's what does That's happen. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. I've got several things Jars. like that in my refrigerator door. And you don't use yeah. them. No. It's okay to get and rid of or them. Or it's, it's not even that I don't use them. It's that I'll be at the store and I'll say, oh, capers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet we don't have any capers. Mm. Well, guess what? That's what I think every time I need them. So I have three <laughs> jars of capers jars. in my refrigerator, <laughs> you know, or, or curry paste or mm-hmm. like, who knows? Yeah. Oh, we need more horseradish. Because oh, you know what? I'm going to write a post about what to do with the jars of like what to make with the jars of your curry paste with your capers mm-hmm. and with your jam and mustards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's usually found in there. Right. But listen. Yeah. I have an expert who's going to help you with your dog food issues on the shelf. That is so good. <laughs> At least I think so anyway. I hope. <laughs> Maybe she can help me organize uh, my pantry so I'm using what I'm buying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So we have Rachel of Reorganized by Rachel with us. And she was a guest back. before. Yeah. <laughs> your episode was one of the most popular, so I'm so glad you came back. Thank you. Yay. It's great to be here with you both. Thanks. Yes. And you have some really interesting tips, I would imagine, because this is what you do. It is. I have the privilege of helping people organize their offices and homes. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe, we got to talk together in my podcast series really recently mm-hmm. about spring cleaning our pantries yes. for wellness. So mm-hmm. I'm delighted to be back to talk more about organizing food and kitchens. Yes. Yeah. I'm so curious to hear about your practical tip. I'm, I'm sure you're going to have practical, easy to follow tips. Yes. For cleaning it out. Well, the great way we can do it is just as you said, Something like spices is a really good example for the kinds of things that we bring in. We use only occasionally sometimes. Some of it we use a lot and some of it we don't use much. So we need to think about cycling the things out. Mm-hmm. We're so good at bringing things in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we forget about bringing them out. Mm-hmm. I know my refrigerator door is full of partial drawer, partial huh? jars of condiments, plum sauces, and mm-hmm. all of those nifty things that we only use maybe once in a while. What I thought of today for us is there is this great system from the system of French cooking. And Tracy, I'm going to need your help with the French pronunciation. Mise en place. Mm-hmm. This is a system that French chefs use that is a preparation mindset where we gather and arrange our needed ingredients right where we're cooking and preparing and when we're cooking and preparing we focus on doing exactly one step at a time so we can apply this to how we put our food in our kitchen and how we arrange it so that when we're sitting down to cook those masterpieces whether it be a simple snack or a more involved dinner that we know we have everything we need mm-hmm. So in this system, the idea is we get all of our ingredients collected and prepared, and then we put them right in our prep space where we are cooking, all in one spot, within easy reach. Mm -hmm. And this is a great organizing principle for anything you do, whether it's your desk drawers or your clothes drawers. You want to keep everything that you use or you need at that time right within arm's reach. Mm -hmm. So on your pantry shelves or in your refrigerator, 
we want to keep the stuff that we use most often front and center, that prime real estate. Mm -hmm. But the more exotic things that we maybe only pull out every couple of weeks, we can put a little further away. It's like in our serving dishes and cooking dishes, we wouldn't keep the French bread pan or the turkey platter front and center because we don't use it as often as that stock pot or the frying pan. Right. They're seasonal things. So think about keeping the stuff that we use most often right close to hand and the things we only use incidentally a little bit further away. Those Mm -hmm. are some great tips. It really, yeah. And and as you're saying Mm -hmm. it, I'm realizing, so out of this spice cabinet that I have, the one, the things that I use most often are right there. Like Mm -hmm. that's part of that in my head is that I know Mm -hmm. that they're right there. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I think that whole mise en place thing is so cool. Mm-hmm. And when you see it in action, it's like a light bulb. Like oh, they don't. It, it, sometimes if you see if you see them working, if you see a kitchen working really well like that, you think it's like just an art form or something. But it is absolutely that that organization mm-hmm. thing. It's very intentional then. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know. When someone opens up, like a lot of times people will open up their pantry or I see pictures of pantries Mm -hmm. and it's just a clutter of Mm -hmm. like boxed cereal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's next to the, I don't know, tomato soup. Like what's the easiest way you can tell someone to start to like organize it so Mm -hmm. that you just tell them to empty it all out? Yes. Right. Um, The first stage of organizing is always to sort what you have and put all of your like things together Mm -hmm. so if I'm working with someone to organize a kitchen we'll go shelf by shelf we'll pull everything out and start putting like things together just like we learned on Sesame Street some of these things are not like the others it's so true Mm -hmm. so we might put spices in one area and canned goods in another and boxed things or packaged things like those um, Indian mixes you were talking about Mm -hmm. those little packets might Mm -hmm. be somewhere And that way we can see what we have. Mm -hmm. And once we see what we have, we can start weeding out the stuff that is either spoiled or stale or we started using it and we didn't found out we didn't like it after Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Give yourself Mm -hmm. permission to say, okay, I just didn't like that. I tried it. But then let it go. Because as you said, particularly with something like spices, they're perishable. And after a while, Mm -hmm. they're just not going to taste very good and may not even be healthy for Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So give yourself permission. But once you've got them clustered together, when you replace them, make sure that they're all together in those groups. So you mentioned that you've got all of your spices together. That's great. You can group them by the ones you use most often. Say if you do a lot of Italian cooking, you might have Mm -hmm. your oregano and basil all right front and center. Mm -hmm. Or I do like to alphabetize my spice bottles. No, you don't. This is my total geekiness (laughs) coming out. I do. Well, if you're looking for the basil, it's right up there near the top left (laughs) if you're looking for the tarragon it's down in the lower right toward the end so so do whatever works for Mm -hmm. you to do it so when you're looking at those shelves and you're putting your stuff back put it together not only according to how you use it but like things together so if you do use canned goods put all those canned goods Mm -hmm. together in one place and put the big tall ones on the back of the shelf and the short ones at the front so that you can see Mm -hmm. what 
you have. And you mentioned shelf risers, Tracy. Those are a great, inexpensive accessory to add to your shelving so that you can actually see what you've got. And while you're placing them, think about rotating your stock. Mm -hmm. Put your oldest items in front so you'll use them first before they expire. So when you come home from the grocery store and you're putting away your new things, if they're duplicates of an old thing, put the new one behind the old one. Stuff back there to be forgotten and turn into a science experiment first in first out FIFO. Exactly. FIFO, yep. <laughs> first in first out and i think the other thing from mise place that is really useful is the emphasis on a clear and clean workspace mm-hmm. we always want to have open space available if we cluttered up our counters with too many gadgets right. we've maybe got an espresso machine and a bread maker and a blender and you know what that gets like mm-hmm. I encourage us to think about how often we actually use them. If it's something you pull out once or twice every six months, maybe you can go downstairs in the basement shelf or in the laundry room shelf where you can grab it when you need it and not be taking up that prime real estate. Oh, I just have to say you're totally proving my husband right. Oh, but that's no. okay. Go oh. on. Well, yeah. wait a minute, but he does do a lot of baking, though, too. Well, he So he does can't be sometimes. like a partner in crime? Okay. No. I have an espresso machine that I want <laughs> on the counters because then I'll maybe use it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like anything to be on the counters because oh. it clutters things up. Hmm. That is a negotiating yeah. thing and when I we're with other people. And I don't use the darn espresso machine, so it should be somewhere else. And so... That comes or like down our to, I guess, stand really mixer. I love the stand mixer. Mm-hmm. And he should use it. He uses it mm-hmm. more than I do. Mm-hmm. And it's an attractive appliance. Why can't we have it on the counter? Well, no. Oh. We've got to stash it somewhere I have else. to say I agree. With I know. That. I, and I, and I, I'll say that only because I have, I have my KitchenAid on the counter, but my counters are green. They're vintage. And mm. the mixer's pink. So I think it's... So ha- I like to look to. at it. It's part of a decor yeah. in that way. But I think about sometimes when you look at kitchen counter spaces, people will put like jars full mm-hmm. of their utensils. And mm-hmm. I know you're using it to utensils a lot, but it just seems to, it's for me distracting to mm-hmm. see all of that. I think just that's an it, opportunity for us to cherry pick our favorites. Right, Sometimes exactly. we just kind of jam them all in there because mm-hmm. we have them or someone's given us a nifty set mm-hmm. like of wooden cooking utensils. I think let's just pick the favorite ones that we reach for. We maybe only need one wooden spoon and one rubber spatula, one slotted spoon and so on. Think right. I'd say just like we do with our our clothes, maybe in the course of a week, um, maybe put a little twist tie or something around the handle of something every time you use it. That's a good idea. Oh. That's very useful. Or mm-hmm. a little rubber band, mm-hmm. or a little sticky dot, whatever you've got, and then at the end of a week or two, see how many times you've actually used them. Oh uh-huh, yeah. And if there are any that you haven't used at all, or have maybe only touched once, they could go in a drawer. Mm-hmm. In one of those, with one of those drawer dividers, so you could or, still grab it when you need it, mm-hmm. but maybe not have so many things out. Maybe have your top four or five right. utensils out instead of the fifteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have I have the the thing with the utensils in it, and then I have a drawer mm-hmm. with all other kinds of utensils. Oh. So my mm. junk drawer is really my utensil. Like mm-hmm. I don't, we don't really have a junk drawer, but what do you do mm-hmm. with all those other utensils? <laughs> Get a think, box and donate them? Mm-hmm. But I use them. You do? I do. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. then I guess mm-hmm. I just think about being thinking of one or two concentric circles of, of frequency of use, mm-hmm. putting the most frequently used ones perhaps on the countertop 
in a jug or mm-hmm. in a pitcher, but then the second most used ones in a drawer. And if there's yeah. something really exotic that you only use occasionally, like if you only use an egg slicer in summer when you're making cold salads, mm-hmm. that could maybe go um, down another, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've got some in my laundry room or in the basement, like um, cookie presses that I really only bring out for holiday baking. Right. So if you just think about yeah. it in that way, you won't be losing them forever. They're just not in the way. Exactly. Yeah. You just arrange it and you decide what's in the way. Mm-hmm. I like I, it. Those are some really useful tips. So yep. risers. Risers. Mm-hmm. Organized by what you're cooking with. Mm-hmm. And visibility. Mm-hmm. And cleaning off the counter space. Mm-hmm. Putting dots on your stuff or rubber band it and see what's useful. Those right. are some, all, all of them are really useful tips. And permission to throw out the stuff that you don't like. Yeah. I like that because it's hard, that's mm-hmm. something hard for me because mm-hmm. it's like, but, well, I, but I bought it. it. Yeah. I spent money on it. Yeah, oh, but sure. I'm never going to eat it. Yeah. It's we gross. do the same things with our clothes. Mm-hmm. And what I like finally about the mise en place is when we're cooking, right, we have to assemble all of our things ahead of time. We have mm-hmm. to be intentional and plan. We have to get all our ingredients first and then do our chopping and prepping. Think about what you can do with that, say, with getting your briefcase or bag ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same idea. Mm-hmm. If you take a little time to think ahead, just like you'd make a grocery list for ingredients, you can look at your schedule for the next day and say, okay, I need these five things in my bag mm-hmm. to do that. Or when you're running errands, you can say, okay, I need to go to these places. What's the most efficient way? Right, if I, right. If I cluster the, the bank and the dry cleaner and the grocery store all on the same trip, right. I only have to drive once a week. Yeah, absolutely. You're speaking to the most efficient person in Berks County. <laughs> Not by Thank a God. long shot. <laughs> I'm so glad you came along. And I really appreciate that you shared some of these tips. They're really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important, though, too, before we go, if you're going to start replacing things and getting rid of, make sure if, in terms of wellness that you start to replace in small portions like what you want to accomplish in your dietary goal like oh, if you want to yes. get rid of like the um, pasta replace it with a whole wheat to mm-hmm. start just make baby steps don't become overwhelmed but it's a great time to clean your pantry out with wellness in mind too mm-hmm. i agree to completely it. mm-hmm. it's so easy just to make one or two substitutions yeah. maybe instead of buying soda next time we might mm-hmm. get some really nice flavored water or just mm-hmm. sparkling water mm-hmm. and just replace one, one thing, thing at a time at a time and before you know it you'll yeah. be embracing this consistent healthy lifestyle yeah. without suffering any jarring or extreme yeah. transition yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's... you can donate your um cookies and chips to dan's snack shelf, <laughs> dan's snack shelf. <laughs> oh yeah that would be perfect uh, yeah but thank you so much for joining us i think there's some really great tips thank you for having easy. me yeah thank mm-hmm. you and your pantry's not so bad it doesn't sound so bad well the dog food i'm gonna have that's to really revisit funny that. i don't know well i think it's okay Okay, thanks. I mean, it's not I my feel business, better. but I mean, what is it? It's in Tupperware, so. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Come on. Maybe I'm just. It's not like you have a big dog either. It's a small dog. I know. It's not, yeah. So it's not like uh, I'm making excuses for you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. It was a lot of fun. And um, I will link to your website, which is reorganizewithrachel.com. And I'll put that link in the podcast um, blog post for this episode so you can find it there. And, um, of course, you can find the information at phoebespurefood.com. You can find some great recipes and other tips. And uh, it was fun. Thanks for listening in. Yeah, thank you. Great to be here. (laughs) Bye. Bye.